Hello and welcome to the Multiverse of Marketing! I am Crash and Burn, and with me as always is J.R. Sweeney. Hi! <laughs> uh, I always feel a little bad for my co-hosts when they have to follow up on that. Whatever. Like, I, the way I look at it is I can try to match that level of energy, and I'm just <laughs> not capable of that. So... Anything I do is going to be a letdown. I, see, frankly, I'm just at this point surprised I can do it because it is 10 p.m. on a Friday and I am in my late 30s and I can muster this energy without any narcotics. Wow. That's fucked up. <laughs> no, that's that's impressive. I, you know. Of course, admittedly, part of this, I have a kid. So that's destroyed my my ability to stay up late anyway. But given that I was never really a morning person anyway, and now I'm not a night person, I just, I exist in this weird state of, I have maybe a good hour where I am happy and upbeat, and the rest of the time I'm walking around just going, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've reached this very strange state where uh, I, I am a night person, but I've never been a morning person until recently. And I am bolt upright at le like at the latest at 8 a.m. And I don't go to sleep until about 2 p or uh, uh, 2 a.m. So I, I get like six hours per night and the whole day I am go, go, go. I have no idea what the fuck happened to me. I want to say it's because of the weight loss, but I'm also going to blame it on the estrogen. Fair enough. I, you know, I wake up early. <laughs> I wake up early. I'm usually awake by 515. Mm. Uh, simply Damn. because when you, when you have a kid, little kids wake up fucking early yes. and i got used to that and so now my entire biological like i don't want to say biological clock because that's something else <laughs> entirely but my internal clock is calibrated to waking up hell early so even when i want to sleep I have to I have to wake up and piss <laughs> bright and early. And once I once I piss, I'm awake. That's all there is to it. <laughs> but because I'm not a morning person, I'm not happy about it at all. I'm walking around the entire morning. Even after a couple of cups of coffee, there's no point in trying to talk to me. Like I said, <laughs> It's basically I have I have from about 1130 to 1245 where I'm with it and cogent. And then the rest of the time, it's going to take a couple of tries before you get a real answer out of me. <laughs> well, one thing that I absolutely am, am, am geared up for, energized for, always awake for, always craving and, and just absolutely love and it may leave you feeling a little logy at the end of it but let's be fair 
it's, it's, it's the delightfulness of this episode, this particular episode. It's, it's funny to be on only episode six and to definitively say uh, at this point, uh, I think this is my favorite episode we'll ever do just because holy shit. This, this goes hard. That's that's a tough one. Uh, because on the one hand, yeah. On the other hand, there are going to be other episodes that I'm going to get an opportunity to just fanboy out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, so I'm sitting. I don't want to. I don't want to pull the trigger on favorite episode, but this is this is certainly my favorite of the ones we've done so far. Yeah, this is unapologetic, holy shit, balls out fun with a concept that typically at this level of promotional branding is verboten. You do not allow this kind of nonsense. And for for anyone who's been uh, uh, paying attention to some of the uh, posts I made about a month ago or so, uh, when we were initially reading this comic, uh, you know exactly what's coming. And this is only, to our great discovery, part one of a three-part series where we're going to look at this issue. We're going to look at an issue that came before it and everything that is included in a certain kind of comic book that is meant to promote someone and as well a brand, the brand we're going to be talking about, that goes so fucking hard so out there and then there's a sequel where everything you could ever imagine could happen to this ridiculous concept does happen two sequels two sequels two i sequels. completely missed out on it oh my god see after the next one which i will name in a bit you'd expect that would be the end but no no there's more there's more there's because today more. oh god there's far more because today, today, it is a tale of two kernels. The kernel of two worlds. It's Flash and Colonel Sanders. KFC, KFC, KFC. And also, to a lesser extent, Green Lantern. Um, and also to a lesser, as always, to a lesser extent, Green Lantern. So, a little bit of backstory here. Um... KFC put out a comic um, for the San Diego Comic-Con in 2014, Mm -hmm. uh, which was biographical. Just a basic, straightforward, here is the narrative of the company as per colonel sanders life you know yeah there, there's nothing revealing in it except for that time he killed a man <laughs> the idea behind it was simply here's a series of stories from colonel sanders life that informed why he makes chicken the way he does and i mean kid, kids are stupid they'll read anything it's a comic book what do they care it was free like it, what it, do you it was want? free but but (laughs) so they they needed a follow-up the following year for new york comic-con and 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 you would think okay maybe you 
you do another one in the same style. This 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 comic, this biographical comic, will be the the next episode where we're gonna deep dive into all of that. But like, to to just generally touch on it, it had a very kind of like almost painterly kind of very very uh, uh light art style this is a non-confrontational comic it it exists the colonel looks really like friendly and generous and like homey and it, it almost has aspects of like norman rockwell to it i mean everything the entire persona that kfc has crafted for the colonel is basically what you can expect from a comic like that uh, for the follow-up, they decided <laughs> to go completely off the fucking rails, and I love it. Yeah, someone starts snow- uh, snorting the secret uh, herbs and spices. <laughs> so, the following year, 2015, uh, they... At the New York Comic-Con. At New York but... Comic-Con. They, f- they did a follow-up with DC, uh... <laughs> Which was uh, Kentucky Kentucky Fried Chicken presents the Colonel of Two Worlds featuring Flash and Colonel Sanders. And this Hmm. comic was written by Tony Bettard and Shane Edwards, penciled by Tom Derenick, inked by Trevor Scott, colored by Hi-Fi Design, lettered by Deron Bennett, and edited by Alex Antone and Brittany Holzer. And I I unabashedly love it because Oh, unabashedly love it. I want more of this universe. I'm I'm glad that we're going to get a little bit more in in following episodes, but I, this has to be an ongoing. This is so good. This is this is so good. This is the best thing to come out of the new 52. Well, and the thing about it is there is there is a there is a balancing act in situations like this wherein you want the thing you're promoting to look good yeah yeah, but you, 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 you want the investors to not feel threatened. You don't want to undermine your brand. You don't want to give a, a suggestion of something that later corporate entities may not want or may age horribly with time. Right. So usually but, these kinds of things are so milquetoast. But nor do you want a situation where the character who is crossing over with the brand winds up looking stupid or ineffectual wait do we have an example of that i don't know if only there were a situation where we'd covered a book that failed miserably in every direction Uh, 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 nope not coming to me yeah nothing comes Uh, to mind you know it phased right out of my head damnedest thing um Mm. But this manages it really well, because on the one hand, Colonel Sanders is an active participant in what's going on, and we get we get 
the branding telling us why KFC is so great. On the other hand, Flash and Green Lantern, who are here, are not completely slapdick. No, no they they're not are, completely slapdick. They, they're, uh, they're confused, admittedly, a little bit. They are confused by the situation because it is kind of dumb. It's kind. It's dumb, but it makes complete sense. And this is what what is possibly the best part of it. It makes complete sense and has utter respect for DC multiverse continuity. This isn't some bullshit that's pulled out of nowhere. No, no. There's there's canon. The, The thing that I like is Flash and Green Lantern are there but <laughs> this is not a this is not a situation like with that hypothetical other book wherein characters are wetting themselves over villains they've faced before or anything like that um Flash and Green Lantern are sort of along for the ride, but the whole thing's kind of beneath them. Mm-hmm. So they're not. It, it, in... It's it's beneath them, but they're so fascinated by the weirdness that they're just kind of like, no, we're not going anywhere. No, it's fine. Listen, Superman can take care of that bank robbery. We're here for this. Yeah, and so they don't come off looking bad. Um, they're not. They're not as actively engaged as they maybe could be, but by the same token, if I am Hal Jordan and I wield one of the most powerful weapons in the universe and the great chicken war lands in my lap, (laughs) I mean... Like like the Great Red Dragon says in Bone, never play an ace when a two will do. <laughs> so So uh, I I I would I would just like to uh to go back one moment and say uh I wish he uh uh Green Lantern was still affected by the pow- uh the, the color yellow more directly. Uh it would have been really funny to see him just get like covered in egg and have the yolk completely depower them sure um (laughs) the so the premise of this is that (laughs) i just that the pre i i i there's no way to not laugh at this once once you go into the premise of just like it's so bare bones and yet it is so intensely like like only someone who was who was way too into the DC multiverse could find how to make this work. And it, it just even when I think about it, it, it fucking tickles me and makes me laugh. Please proceed. The the premise of this is that Mirror Master comes to Captain Cold and says, you need to come with me. I've got a great new scheme brewing. <laughs> and captain cold says sure and so he goes along with him and mirror master says you remember when all of those people from earth three came here 
and there was that crime syndicate with evil versions of the Justice League. Well, I made a friend from Earth 3, and he's here to help us cause some trouble. And Captain Cold says, who did you get? Was it the evil Superman? Was it the evil Green Lantern? Was it, and Mirror Master says, oh, no, 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 manage your expectations, my friend. At which point, <laughs> the evil Colonel Sanders from Earth 3 named C Captain Sunder? Is that right? Well, I want to make sure I have, it's Colonel Sunder, my bad, Colonel Sunder. I wanted to make sure I had the rank correct. Because I I understand, you know, when you've when you've served, rank does matter. So I don't <laughs> want to I don't want to presume to uh fuck up the rank here. He is a colonel. Um, to be fair, he's only a Kentucky colonel, so it doesn't mean shit. Well, you know, <laughs> he's old enough that he the military he served in maybe doesn't exist anymore. Anyway, I'm, I'm pretty sure the military he served in and got that for was a posse. That was when he killed a man. Um, so. Anyway, anyway Captain, that's the good Colonel Sanders, by the way. We're talking about the bad Colonel Sanders. So. Sunders. Captain Cold is understandably disappointed because out of. All of the motherfuckers from Earth 3, they could have recruited. They got the evil chicken man. And right, like, like, and it's it's such a rogues move. It It's such a rogues move. Like, it, it wouldn't make sense forcing this on any other villains, but it's like, oh, Mirror Master really did think he had something going there. If everyone's evil on this planet, it doesn't matter who they are. They're, they're going to be evil, right? So it'll, it'll work out. It'll, it'll, they'll, they'll come along with us. And why the fuck the chicken man? What, the, the clown wasn't available? The big-headed uh, uh, king was, was busy stalking people? What, does Wendy murder people with a fucking axe and you just didn't trust the bitch? And I, I think the question has to be asked, of course, if the if the regular universe king is a weirdo stalker and voyeur, <laughs> what does the Earth 3 version look like? Anyway, oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> um, I would love a flashback at some point, like in an unrelated issue uh, where Mirror Master appears in, where he he drops that this is canon and maybe explains how the fuck he met Colonel Sanders. Like, how'd you make best friends with the, the evil version of Colonel Sanders, asshole? How, how did you do that? Anyway, regardless. You know, I, I, I would imagine that the the weirdo murderer and the guy who's just kind of lazy have a lot to talk about um yeah 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 i mean they're both deadly sins right um so 
they throw their lot in with Colonel Sunder, despite the fact that his whole thing is, I'm a fast food restaurateur, but slightly shittier. Yeah. Uh, I have absolutely no personal respect or dignity for my product, and don't give a fuck if I give you food poisoning from it. Right. And Which so, he sings to a banjo tune. Yeah, his commer his commercials are kind of funny because they wind up being just like, I don't give a fuck, come to my restaurant. Um <laughs> but, and, and that's like the colonel the evil colonel goes so hard at being so shitty. And it makes complete sense when when we get them contrasted with with uh, the the proper colonel, but it's like I am amazed that they allowed their brand to be associated even with that, with the nega colonel. Like, right. like the, the dark evil colonel who just outwardly, looking exactly like Colonel Sanders, says, I am a lazy piece of shit and chicken sucks ass. Yeah. And so what winds up happening is Captain Cold and Mirror Master are disappointed because Colonel Sunder's plan <laughs> consists mainly of opening a shitty chicken joint where Mirror Master and Captain Cold are forced to work. <laughs> that's that's what I absolutely love about it, especially, is they're career criminals. And by by this stupid transitive property of we're all evil and we work together it's a team up they're now fucking fly uh fry cooks yeah amazing and so the upshot of all of this is that flash and green lantern become vaguely aware of this uh and are about to investigate when colonel sanders shows up and says, no, 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 boys, I got this, uh, and proceeds to burst in through the doors uh, and take on Colonel Sunder himself. I believe and, the correct terminology is uh, a whooping. He yeah. gives him a whooping. But my second favorite part of this, after... Uh, after Captain Cold's initial excitement over their Earth 3 get is <laughs> the fact that in the course of this uh, battle between two portly old men, uh, Colonel Sunder sprays Colonel Sanders with the pink slime cannon. Yes. Uh, at which point, of course, Colonel Sanders' white suit is ruined. So he rips it away, revealing a pristine white suit underneath. Uh, but in the end, Colonel Sunder is, of course, defeated and drop kicked back to Earth 3. Uh, at which point the question becomes, well, what do we do with Captain Cold and 
uh, Mirror Master. And the heroes, by which I, of course, mean Flash and Colonel Sanders, um, <laughs> discuss that, well, technically speaking, they didn't break any laws. All they did was work at a shitty chicken place. Um, and I, I, I did neglect to mention that the whole thing is what makes Colonel Sunder evil is that where Colonel Sanders does things the hard way. And that's, which, that's the hard way, capital T H W T M T M. Right. Uh, Colonel Sunder cuts corners. That's it. That's, that's, it's not, it's not, I make substandard chicken and oh, by the way, I'm a pedophile. Yeah, it's no. not anything. There are no actual crimes committed by evil Colonel Sanders. All it is, is just, I make substandard chicken. And so, in the I end, just, I just realized our universe version of Jared is literally more evil than the evil universe version of the Colonel. Yeah, that's fucked. By the way, there will be an episode at some point about the Subway Justice League <laughs> comics, so look forward oh, to that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So, the does that mean that? Earth 3, Jared, works with runaways, but not in a way that's going to get him arrested. Anyway. Right? Um, and, and everyone thinks he's a prick, but he's actually, like, not. Interesting. Every, everybody's just like, look at this sanctimonious fuckhead. What is he hiding? And it turns out <laughs> he's actually just, like, really chill and actually does a lot of good and doesn't try to have sex with kids. Anyway... We've got we've gotten <laughs> we've got way off, off here. Yeah. Look out for that episode. Um, <laughs> but in the end, they decide that uh, no rules have actually been broken, and as such, Captain Cold and Mirror Master will have to be punished by working at a less shitty chicken joint. Um, which what I will say is if you know anything about the American criminal justice system, you'll know that that's actually not something they'd otherwise be able to do given that they have a felony record. Yeah. And expensive so, ones. These are not first timers. Right. So. You've actually done them a favor, Colonel Sanders. An incredible favor, Colonel. You have actually saved these men's lives. You have likely turned them away from crime. Holy shit. Colonel Sanders is the hero. Literally no one else in the entire DC universe is. Yeah. That so, includes Batman, who could hire all of these assholes. So, I mean, Batman could literally afford to just come to all of the villains and be like, how much would it take for you to not break the law again? <laughs> what do you want? I can understand I can't 
by the Joker, but like, come on, Victor. Come on, Dr. Freeze. Tell me, tell me what you need uh, for this to actually be fine. How much money will, will it take for your research, bud? Right. Um, so, so yeah, at the end of this, they wind up with jobs. <laughs> and uh, Flash is is left going, well, I'm not really sure what happened here, but it seems like a happy ending. So I'm going to call it a done deal. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's this isn't like a promotional length comic. It's a full length comic book. Like all of this is given the amount of space it needs. The awkwardness is allowed to be on the page. It's not inferred. It's very much the flashbacks being like, well, then I don't know how the fuck this happened, but here I am watching two of my arch enemies scrub the floor and sell chicken. Right. Hmm. Um, one thing I do also really like is that um, the last part of this is a a hero breakdown <laughs> of uh, goes so hard in the extras. Oh Earth my Prime god, Colonel Sanders. So it you know it has like it has the picture of colonel sanders and it has the various bubbles and uh so it has all of these very <laughs> infinity pocket square this light absorbing <laughs> handkerchief made by star labs has the ability to fold space keeping it forever clean uh, inspection spectacles features HUD display, magnification, and high resolution across multiple visual wavelengths. X-ray function allows the colonel to seek out empty stomachs, uh, and all all of the all of these things have price tags attached to them. So the infinity pocket square costs infinity dollars. Uh, the inspection spectacles cost three million dollars. Um, mm. we have a poultry ring, which says "Mystic Signet Ring," handed down through generations of heroes. The gem glows when in proximity to devotees of the easy way. Uh, sixty-six thousand nine hundred and eighty dollars and ninety-nine cents. <laughs> It's a power. It's, it, it's, I love that because yeah, like intric intricately, be, intrinsically because of the nature of DC universe and because this does occur in the DC universe and all of that, that is included. That means that yes, the easy way is a magical force in the DC universe. Just as much as the speed force or willpower or anything else the easy, yeah, the easy way, way and on the, the hard, hard way, way are like diametric uh, chaos and order they are constantly at war and finding an uneasy balance but the idea behind this suggests that not only colonel sanders doesn't simply sit and wait for 
situations in which someone is just like, well, I like to cut corners. And then he shows up and beats the shit out of them. Colonel Sanders is out there actively looking for adherence to capital T, capital E, capital W, T, M, the easy way. And so he is not just waiting for them to come to him. He's out there actively looking for them and shutting them down wherever they may exist. So he's the proactive hero. Everyone wants like Batman and Superman to be. So my question is, does that mean that in this universe, KFC has driven McDonald's and Burger King and the various other quote unquote easy way restaurants out of business is that i mean i know i know within certain certain versions of the dcu there's big belly burger yeah but there's there's also yeah there's there's every now and then they'll drop in something that's a little more like in our universe um my assertion is once again the only thing demolition man got wrong uh aside from everything else <laughs> is uh, uh that taco you, bell one clearly it's kfc all, wait you all don't have the three seashells in canada i don't know how to use the three seashells how do you go <laughs> i i'm sorry the rest of this episode needs to be devoted to figuring out like how do you all what are you all doing? Ah shit. John Spartan, you are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. The thing that I I I keep coming back to, but I just I just can't avoid is like how well written within the DC universe this is. Usually brands will demand some sort of bend towards their will. They're the ones throwing the money at this. It's a profit to begin with because it's a contract. You're giving this away free. Uh, no one at, at DC is making a sales profit from it. So, like, you got to do what the money says. And and I just love that KFC is fantastic at allowing creatives to do whatever they want and that the creatives in this, like, fully understand the Grant Morrison approach to uh, uh, Earth 3, uh, in which, like... The evil colonel is destined to lose. He, his nature is not to be evil. It's, it's his nature to just do the opposite. And that means, like, if he comes to Earth, he's going to suck and lose. And his chicken's going to be shitty. And, like, there's no way this should have worked. It, like, Mirror Master should have fucking known. What was his goddamn plan? I mean, I know he's a fucking moron. But sweet Jesus, there is no way for this to have worked. And I just love how quickly everything collapsed to the point of, like, he's not even evil. He's just useless. Yeah, I I love the level of self-awareness that is allowed in this. In that, yeah, we're doing a book for the chicken restaurant. And... Mm-hmm. Everybody recognizes that, you know, we're doing a comic about the evil chicken man 
And so there's a certain measure of, of who gives a shit, but also that's, that's kind of baked in, in that nobody's half-assing this. Nobody's, nobody's phoning it in. It's self-aware enough to be, to be able to say, huh, what was, what was Mirror Master expecting? It's the evil chicken man. But also for everybody to come off looking good, you know, Colonel Sanders comes in and wrecks Colonel Sunder without he any help from, without any help from the heroes. Uh, but the heroes are not ineffectual. They're not bumbling. They're just standing off to the side going, uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is apparently a thing that's happening now. They're, um, they're more like the audience surrogate where like they're right. doing exactly what you would probably do in this situation. And it's not be involved. It's stand there and go, am I really watching this? Oh, I am. Right. Wow. Cool. Wow. Right. And so it, it succeeds where otherwise it shouldn't. This should not be as fun as it is. And, you know, if I, if I, God forbid, were to pay for something like this, if I were to walk into a comic shop and buy a Flash comic <laughs> and then it turned out to be about how making chicken without cutting corners is the right way to do things, <laughs> then I would, of course, be disappointed. But given that this is a free comic handed out to people who just were at a place they were going to be anyway, mm -hmm. I would not be upset about receiving this. I I would be so happy if I got this and like, you know, you're on the con floor, you're going through your stuff and you flip open through it and you're like, wait, 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 wait. And you realize the ridiculousness. I would probably go back to the table where I got it from and be like, this is fucking gold. Do yeah. more of this. Here's my feedback as a consumer. Do this more, all of it constantly forever. If you must yeah. sell out and so sell out this way, you know, don't get me. Don't get me wrong. I I got online to see um, what what it would take to buy a copy of the second hand. And on eBay, there are the cheapest copy that I'm seeing offhand is $150.99, which is far, far more than I would ever pay for this. Uh, there are, there are, there are CGC graded copies of this comic that are like $500. 
Oh, good. Good. That makes me happy. That, that's the kind of good, ridiculous news you need today, where it's like, oh, that is silly willy. Good. Everything sucks, but at least there's this. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Go read it. It's it's yeah. dumb fun and I don't know. It's maybe... free online. It with no no one is stolen from if you pirate this. You're right. you're you're absolutely in the clear to do this. Uh so just go find it and, and have some fun. Right. Oh, have some fun. The there is no trade that care that <laughs> reprints this. You're not you're not taking money out of KFC or DC's pocket by by doing so and you get and at the end you may be hungry for chicken who knows but I know I was and guess where I went that's right Popeyes <laughs> long as it wasn't Chick-fil-A that, um let me tell you that chicken was the shiz good uh <laughs> But yeah, just who cares? Uh, so yeah, read it. You know, what else are you going to do? <laughs> Obsess about the world burning? Whatever. Whatever. It's not like you're going to do anything. But if you are going to do anything, you should like and subscribe and comment and share this episode and tell your friends and then send us money. Bags of it. That too. Yeah, for sure. Do that. Uh, we haven't yet decided what the next episode was going to be, I don't think. Uh, no, we haven't. Uh, and I had an idea because I, I want to start stepping, uh, uh, dipping a toe into, uh, aspects of Marvel's involvement with other movies, but specifically Marvel properties. And I would like to suggest we do the adaptation of the failed Dazzler script. Yes, it is marketing for a failed Marvel project itself. It's it's an internal failed program. The Dazzler Dazzler is one of those things like it's so weird. Uh because Dazzler was supposed to be modeled after Grace Jones mm-hmm. until she wasn't. And mm-hmm. there was going to be there was going to be a movie with other artists from the record label, including Kiss. And Olivia Newton John. And it was that certainly that certainly yeah yeah okay it's like an archaeological dig into a a product that never existed because everything fucking failed uh certainly i think we should definitely explore that uh whether it's our next episode we'll see uh but (laughs) uh but yeah because i i feel that that's that's one that maybe takes a little bit of prep work but uh admittedly i have my notes from the watcher's guide episode we did so i don't know we'll see we'll see tune in next time for whatever the fuck we're gonna talk about um who knows it might be that it might be sonic the hedgehog who the fuck knows oh god 
He's um. <laughs> All right. Well, bye. Bye. Bye.